Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hold on. Are you going to talk to Yeah, I'm going to introduce you. Hi, Dad. Uh, And uh, hi, everybody that's listening now or listening later. We're super excited to have you here because my dad, Daddy Dearest, that's what his nickname him, is going to talk about... King David, God coaching with King Dad, King David, and me as a, a good listen, and then I ask questions. Uh, say welcome. I'm, I'm glad those are listening now. This is a fun story. Well, not a fun story, but it's got a little bit of everything in it. Adultery. It's got marriage. I think it's got marriage. It's got a giant and a, a superhero and, uh, wow, and some other stuff, too. So, anyway, Dad, take it away. It's all about King David. Royalty. I forgot about that part. Royalty and adultery. Yeah. Did I cover it all? God and Jesus, too. I think you well, did a good job. How's that? Thank you, Well, Dad. listen, I'm going to talk about... All right. I'm going to talk about King David. Um, he's the second most human voice in the whole Bible. 66 books. Uh, Christ being the number one human being. But after he, after he was quoted... After Christ is quoted so many times in the Bible, David is the second most popular man in the Holy Scripture. But it's amazing how we remember David. David is a shepherd boy. What the hell is a shepherd boy, shepherd boy doing as the uh, king of Israel? But he was. David's main character in the Old Testament is found in First Samuel and Second Samuel, in Chronicles and Second Chronicles. He's also mentioned in several other books, but nearly half of the Psalms were attributed to him. He was not only a great king, he was a musician, magician, can't even say the word, music man. And he was also very intellectual. Uh, David is most famous for being a boy who defeated the giant, but I, I take issue with that because I don't know whether anybody of you or any one of you have ever faced a bear. You know, when a bear's on his hind legs, he range from six feet up to ten feet tall. Well, David, not one bear, but wrestled several bears. And everybody, has anybody ever seen a lion? Have been a lion at the zoo and looked at a lion? Well, David rescued lambs from the lion's mouth. He wow. grabbed him by, the beard, by his beard and slayed him. I so I take a I take a take, take a little bit back when they say a giant whose God was impossible to beat. He was ten feet tall. He's an anomaly with his own rank. But David slay this giant. But David slay the bears and lambs. I mean not lambs but lions. And he rescued his lambs. And he was a shepherd boy. He lived out in the wilderness by himself. A shepherd boy at that time was of the lowest rank. David had eight, seven brothers. I don't know whether they had any sisters or not, but he had seven brothers. And uh, he was nominated by God to be the king of Israel. Why? Because 
the king of Israel was mountain slamming was anointed by God by Samuel was Saul, a man head and shoulders of the crowd, a good looking man. The man the man that women they just talk about. But there was David, little David, out in the wilderness, tending sheep. His seven brothers were out fighting the war and was popular, but David, the little shepherd boy, was anointed the king when Saul, the spirit of Saul, left him. And God said, go, go nominate another guy to be my king. So David was, was from the tribe of Judah, and he descended from a well-known character that I mentioned last week, I think it was last week, Ruth and Boaz. Ruth was a Moabite woman. Boaz was a kind of a chief there in Israel. And Boaz met Ruth, and gosh, what a good-looking woman she is. And so Boaz took her to her trials and error, but married her and made her a uh, queen of his headquarters. And through two 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 sons later, David was born. So there was out of uh, Ruth and Boaz, great grandson of Adam, and uh, he was the uh, soon to be king. Over Israel, a lot goes on before before he's a king, though, and uh, so we'll try to cover most of it today. I'm not going in depth about David, but I will, as God allows me to, I will carry on the story of David as and all his things he did. But remember this: if you ever don't remember, if you remember anything that I tell you today, remember this: David didn't invite God into his heart. He submitted his life to God. There's a difference between invite and submit. You know, people say to, to, to be with Christ, you got to invite him in your heart. Well, it's true. But when you invite him in his heart, you got to, you got to submit. He is the king of your life. He is the king of the world. He's everything. He created the world. I know there's people who don't believe that, but believe me, he does. So when I, Carson, when Christ got me hold of me, you know, I was, uh, I committed my life, to, uh, submitted my life to God when I was a young guy. Then I went out in the world and, oh, heck, I lived a hellish life. I would not invite anyone to live like I lived. No, I didn't kill anybody. Well, maybe, uh, not that I know of anyway, but... Uh, I didn't steal. I, I loved the human beings. I didn't steal. But that was awful. That's, I, sometimes I look at myself and I shudder. This morning I got out of bed and I said, God, how, how do you love me so much? But I know that God loves me. First John 1 9 says, Daily I have to commit myself to God and not, not commit to salvation because I've been saved. But to commit to God. And ask him forgiveness for me. I got a dream about. It. Well, I won't talk about what I dream about. But it wasn't very wholesome. I can tell you that. Uh, it was fun because sin can be fun for a season. But anyway, back to David. Seven brothers. He's uh, Saul came. I mean, Samuel came to Saul. I mean, Samuel came to David's father. Said God has told me to anoint another king, and I have chosen your your tribe 
to find the new king of of Israel. So so, uh, David's father said, wow, I'm being honored. So he chased into me, put all this stuff before he saw David, before Samuel. So which one you want? He looked at the first one. It's a head and shoulders. It's a good-looking man, strong, robust. He said, no, this is not the one. I said, I don't want him. I want a man after my own heart. So then this second, second guy said, that, the third, and the fourth, the fifth, and the sixth, and the seventh. God, well, that's all the seventh. You don't have any more children? Well, I got a young boy out there, pastor. He's tending sheep. Can I see him? Well, I know you don't want him. He's just a kid. He's a shepherd boy. And Samuel said, bring him to me. I want to see him. When he brought him into the front of the of Samuel, Samuel said, this is the one, because God told him, this is the one I want you to appoint as the king of Israel. So with secrecy, he poured oil on him, which is a tribute, which is the way they did that time, at that time. He anointed David to be king of Israel in his due time. Back to the pasture he went to, not the pasture, but the wild ten sheep with oil on him and running down there and cleaning him up. But anyway, there was David, appointed the king of Israel in due time. And Samuel went on back to Saul. Saul was the king of Israel at that time. And the spirit of the spirit of God had left Saul because God had he had disobeyed God. And God said, I don't want you to be my king anymore. I'm gonna take another king. So they went back and forth and uh, David went about his sheep. Anyway, in due course, Saul went about half wild, half crazy. Now, he was a man that was a good-looking man, did everything proper, was successful in battle, and he was he just he just everything that a country could want, except one thing. He didn't have the Lord with him. And uh, every once in a while, he'd go half crazy, go nuts. And they realized that music would cause him to be a... Uh, Calm down. And one of the scribes told uh, the king, he said, uh, me and we got in battle here, and there's a, they have a brother named David, and he plays a, I want to use the word guitar. I'm not sure what a lyric is, but I think I do, but I, I'm not going to quote it. But anyway, played the guitar, and he said, his name is David. So I said, bring him to me. I want to talk to him. So he came into the room, and there was uh, David and the king, He's in one of his uh, fits. And David grabbed his guitar and he started playing. And the king was calmed down. People were astounded. So every time the king would go into one of his, uh, I won't use the word fit, but fits, but it's not a fit, it was a timber tantrum. They'd bring uh, David in, he'd play for him, and he'd calm down. During the time that he was there playing music, the giant walked from down on the other side of the valley, and he began to taunt Israel again and again. He shouted to Israel, says, there a man out there to fight me? If you fight me, we'll surrender to you all. The Philistine army will surrender to you. Your God is nothing but... It's horrible. 
everybody was scared of him. And David looked up at Saul and he said, why so bad? Everybody's scared of this guy. Now, you got to understand, he's already fought lions and tigers and bears. What the heck is he going to he excited about now? He said, well, he's nothing but a giant. Ten, he's 10 foot tall, but I killed bears and I drugged out lions and I rescued lambs and all my sheep are safe. Why, why is everybody scared of him? And everybody laughed at him. His brothers told him to shut up. Get in line. Anyway, he convinced Saul to let him fight the Goliath. After much convincing, Saul said, okay, uh, I'm not going to fight the guy. He said, yeah, I'm not going to do it. So Saul said, okay, fine, shut up. Get on, put this armor on, and let's go fight this uh, giant. So he dressed him up in all his armor and gave him his sword and his his, his, uh, shield. And he said, I can't hardly walk with this thing. He said, this armor's too heavy for me. I can't move around. So I said, what you going to do? I don't need all that, sir. Let me have my stuff back. Put on this little garment, not a garment. It's just a a woolen garment. And around his arm, he had a sling. Everybody know what a sling is? I do. A sling, you do? Good. Uh Do you know how to use it? Okay. Well, I'm going to use the word sling, but I hope to use the word sling. But remember this. It's, if you have ever know what a, uh, uh, what you call a, uh, I can't even think of the name, but I had slingshot, thank you. But uh, if you ever use a slingshot, you know, you drop rubber bands back and put stone in, you shoot in the air, whatever you want to aim, aim at. Well, you know, first thing I killed when I was a kid was a bird, and I cried. I said, God, I can't believe I killed that bird. But anyway, there was a day with a sling, which is a form of slingshot. With his little garment on, sling in his hand, he marched out across the field, stopped the creek, picked up five rocks. I've heard a lot of sermons in my life, and everybody talks about five sermons, five rocks. Why did they pick up five rocks? I have no idea. But he was always prepared, and that was the reason. He picked up these five rocks, stole across the creek, up the hill, and got back down at him. He said, what in the heck is this? He said, you sent a boy out of here. Oh, I'll slay him without even thinking about it. David said, you know, you have uh, insulted my God. And I'm going to not let you get away with it. And he walked up to this Goliath. He was 10 feet tall. I was figured David was around maybe five foot, maybe five and a half feet, feet tall. He said, I'm going to slay you in the name of the Lord. The Goliath already cursed him out and did everything to him. The giant laughed at him. David drew back his arm, began to twirl a sling around his head. He let that stone fly, stone fly out. He went true to his mark. 
and he hit the giant that far in. That's a common thing with you get hit in the head with a get hit in the head with a stone and knock you out. And they rushed over to him, pulled out pulled a sword out of the guy's hand and chopped his head off. Took it back to Israel and take it back to Saul. And he told the Philistines, said, Today I've killed your messenger and we'll kill you now. The little shepherd would said this. And with that he went back and the che- people were cheering and rushed across the valley. And slay the blessing that day. People shouted and ran and raved. So happy with David. David was the one who wrote uh, Psalms 23. Everybody should memorize that. He said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall lack for nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. Here's the guy just killed a giant now. And the bears and the lions. He wrote this beautiful song. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right path for his namesake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. If you are with me, your rod and staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You head my head, you know it all. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. Here was a here was a guy that wrote music, played music, wrote poetry. It was a warrior, it was a killer, could do all things. Yet he was a man after God's own heart. Christ said that. David was a man after my own heart. David was a musician. Musician. He's a great warrior. He's a great fighter. And a giant slayer. Perhaps David's biggest claim to to fame was his legendary showdown with the Philistine giant. But I still believe that I prefer to face that giant. I did. They would kill me, of course. There was the greatest was fighting a bear. Taking a leg of a lamb out of a mouth of a lion. He said he grabbed the bear. He grabbed his beard. And he slayed him. Well, I never heard of that. I'd face it. I believe I'd face it. Goliath also. When he faced Goliath, he, he's, he's mad. He, 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 John made fun of God. He said, you come against me with sword, and David said this, said, you come against me with sword and spirit and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day the Lord will deliver you in my hand, and I'll strike you down and cut off your head. This very day I will give the carcass of the Philistine army to the birds and to the wild animals, and the whole world know there is a God in Israel. All those gathered here will know that it is not by sword and spear that the Lord saves us. 
for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give all of you into our hands. Defeating Goliath marked the beginning of David's life as a warrior. Wherever God, Saul sent David, God was with him, and he was successful. And most and more successful, David became the responsibility Saul gave him. Whatever mission Saul sent him on, David was successful. That Saul gave him high rank in the army. This speaks all the truth. But the, then the people started to see David as greater than Saul. Oh, oh, jealousy now. After the Israelites defeated the Philistines, and women dancing, stinking, danced and sang. Saul has slain, has slain thousands. And David, his tens of thousands. Wow. Uh, you know, he is a king. And he felt threatened by David. As David's fame as a warrior grew, Saul feared him more and more. This led to Saul to drive away his great asset. He attempted to kill David on multiple occasions and became his constant enemy. After Saul died, died in battle with the Philistines, David warred against Saul's commander Abner and his son, Bosheath. You remember this? That Saul had children, and the man that was nominated to be his successor was Ishbosheth. And so Abner made him king of Israel. That's the reason to say David was the third king. Eventually, David became the king of, but more on how he happened in the moment, and he continued his his legacy as a great warrior. Despite, despite being one of the king, the God's people, David had long orders paid to kingship. Even after Saul died in combat, those loyal to him were just going to hand over the king. Was not going to hand over the king to David. Saul hadn't known. Saul wasn't known to, and David had been living with, with and fighting for the Philistines. There's so much to go into this thing when you talk about David. But you know, when David was put on a run by Saul, he went down to the Philistines, which are Israel's mortal enemy, and he fought with the Philistines, not not to kill any of the Israelites, but fought about fought for tribes in Philistines for the Philistine army. When Saul died, uh, Judith anointed, anointed David as a king. But Abner, son of David, the commander of Saul's army, and made Saul's son, Ibochis, king of Israel. So there were two kings, two kings, and there was only one David. And God had chosen him. Unfortunately, Ishbosheth's reign reign was short. While he and Abner were at war with David over time, he was in power. But Ishbosheth died by David's hand. Didn't die by David's hand, but was killed another way. But Ishbosheth and Abner were murdered. Abner was murdered out of revenge, and David cursed his killers. Now, this is an enemy warrior. 
But David cursed the killers and mourned his death. Ibosheth was murdered by Israelites who seemed to be trying to earn David, David's power. So a bunch of them got together and murdered his, his son. But David realized that not a clear, clean heart. And remember this. Who was a man after God's own heart? David. So he had a heart. Uh, can we uh, stop a second and imagine what this heart was? David sinned. David had all kinds of things. I don't know when we'll get into that day. Maybe next week when we get into it. But he was a man after God's own heart. Was it sin in his life? Oh, by far, a bad sin. But he was a man that could live within himself with a pain in his heart. And he looked at God and he said, Oh, God, forgive me for my sins. He constantly was with God because his heart was pure. I did I say his life was pure? No, but his heart was. His thoughts, his emotions were pure. It was after God. It was after God's own heart. It was God's own testimony of of who he was. And that was David. He constantly lived with a broken heart, a broken spirit for God. You know, folks, that's what we have to do today. That's what it means by can you invite God in or you submit to God. When you submit to God, you turn everything over to him. Your cares, your welfare, and everything that you that you live for. And that was David. He submitted his life to God. Therefore, when it is Bosheath died or murdered, and Abner was murdered, these were people that against David now. David cursed the killers and mourned his death. Why? He's a man after God's own heart, and he loved, he loved God. Well, I know everybody likes to know David's sin. Uh, there it was. Instead of being in the battle where he should have been, he sat upon the roof of his palace, looking down across his kingdom. A man after God's own heart looked down. What did he see? There was a Sheba taking a bath on her tourist. David said, my goodness, what a great looking woman that is. So somebody important, he said, said, find out who that lady is. I don't know. Bathsheba, Uriah's wife. He's a Hittite. He's the best soldier that we have, one of the best soldiers we have in the war. So David couldn't stand it. He said, i got to have that lady. Have you ever thought of that? i got to have that lady. Well, the man holding this session today has said that many times. He sat down for Bathsheba. She didn't protest him. Yeah, it was a, he was, she was an Eastern woman. They were taught to obey. And I don't know whether she took him willingly or indifferently, but anyway, he took her time and time again. 
and she conceived and had a baby growing in her. David heard about it and he said, oh my goodness, what am I going to do now? And he thought about it for a while and called for Uriah to come to him. He got him, had got Uriah, Bathsheba's husband now, about half drunk. Said, go on and go to your house and rest. And he knew that she went. He went to her house. He went to his house. Then he that she would get together and would be absolved to him as uh, as the parent of the child. Now, what did Uriah do? He would go home. He said, "You're my king. We're fighting a war. We're winning." But I shouldn't go to my house and do anything while my men and soldiers are out there fighting. So he wouldn't go. Dave tried again. He didn't work. Dave said, I got to do something because I'm going to have a child and they're going to know it's me instead of Uriah. So he told Joab, but Uriah, in a certain place that he would be sure to be killed. And he did. And not only that, several of the men supporting Uriah were killed. But David was happy. Now Uriah was dead and everything is fine and I can go on about my business. He brought Bathsheba up to his quarters and he married her. I'm going to stop right there because it's the half hours up and we're we're going to talk about the balance of David's life and some of the things in particular but uh, T if you got any questions I'll try to answer them if I can't answer them I'll turn it over to the Lord uh, you know the Lord answer. oh well I have one question what did Saul do that was so bad that uh, I know he's jealous but I, I understand that uh, it was his time to leave but what did he do to piss God off is that, is that, that's probably not right to say it like that. Sorry. Um, what, what did he do? Yeah. He offered up a sacrifice to God, and they, and Samuel was not invited. He just did it on his own. He took, he took control of the situation, which a lot of people do that. They take control of the situation, and God's not in it. God said, you're going to you sacrifice to me? Have Samuel do it. That was the time of the time. He didn't do it. Saul said, I ain't got time to wait on Samuel. Samuel ain't nothing. He said, I got to go to this. And God said, that's it. You're done. Wow. Okay, wow, sir. And then, uh, and then David, okay, he was a man after God's own heart, and he was a stalker, too, stalking all Bathsheba. Okay, he was a beautiful woman. I <laughs> wow. He wasn't a stalker. He was just looking down, and he saw her crazy. Uh, uh, yeah. Some theologians, some Bible college people, uh, uh, say that she willingly did this so to excite him. I disagree with that, but uh, I think God would have said it. But, you know, we learn a lot of things from a lot of people by a lot of education, and they're no longer true. One day, we'll be in heaven. You look up at God and say, God, how'd this happen? He'll yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to do that. I'm going to go to his. I, I hope I can go up to his throne and pet those lions. They, he, he's got lions up there. Lions and tigers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't okay. lie. All right. Anyway, they don't thanks, what? 
they don't bite. They, they, they're nice and they're, you know, they're God, you know, they're very good. And, uh, uh, I'm going to well, that's, there. A, that's a subject you will get on one day with some millennial rain where animals are even-tempered and lying where they lay down by the lamb and nobody leaves I anything. We'll, we'll talk about that later. It sounds like, yeah, we'll I love that. Scared. Yeah, there you go. Okay. All right. <laughs> I love that, Dad. All right, everybody uh, that's listening now or later, you can tune into this again and uh, say we'll see Dad next next Friday at 3 p.m. Uh, I enjoyed this one. Thank you, Dad. I appreciate it more than you know, and I'm sure everyone else that's listening now or later will enjoy it as well. Anyway, um, so David was a superhero. That's what I think, okay, slaying old old, old Goliath, right? That's his name. The, the giant's name was Goliath, right? <laughs> that's true. Okay, good. All right. Yeah, 10 foot, 10 feet. Wow. Wow, sir. I have one more question. Um, leave this on. They don't make people like that anymore, 10 feet. Tall. Well, they do. They're in the Guinness Book of World Records, but it's one person out of a gazillion. You know. Uh, why well, he was one person. Of, he was one person using your terminology, zillion or whatever it was. He was one yeah. person. He was abnormally big. Okay. Okay. But Fair enough. There's okay. a theory on that, and we'll go that another time. All right. I think I know where you're going with that. Fair enough. All right, everybody. Take care, Dad. Thank you. I love you, and I will take God bless you. Bye, bye, folks. All right. Bye, everybody. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.